Welcome to Season 2 of the Modern Bruja Podcast. With Sin and Jay, your favorite brujas, talking about all things spiritual in this modern world. Welcome everyone to Modern Bruja, episode number 9. Jay, my co-host, is on. Say hi. Hello. So when you said that, Jay, Jay. are you paying attention? Are you there? Are you listening? Are you there? Um, and then I sin with the attitude. As always, you're welcome, folks. Um, it's been a lonely week without you all. Uh, I've missed you all. I was actually texting Jay. Jay knows this. I um, I am your typical Virgo hermit. We are ruled by the hermit, right? Mm-hmm. That's our tarot card. And I am your typical hermit. I don't have social skills like I have great social. I'm actually extremely charismatic, if you're not able to tell. <laughs> like, right? obviously, right? Obviously. <laughs> okay, I'm a radio. I have a podcast. Okay, podcast. Um, but person, like, my interpersonal, and Jay, you and I had kind of talked about this about when we talked about the throat chakra, right? Mm-hmm. Where the public is harder for most people. For me, the personal is hard, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, how do you make friends? Like, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm the type of person that actually looks in a dictionary. Like, how do you make a friend? Or how do you, know, like, entertain a friend, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So I was, um, <laughs> I was the other day. I was like, I, like, I miss Jay. And then my husband was just like talking me through, basically talked me through the steps of how to like, how to like engage a friend. Well, have you talked to her? And I'm just like, no. He's like, well, you talk to her like once a week. And I'm like, I know, but I feel like it's not enough. And he's like, well, that's more than you talk to like most people in your, in your life. Like your mom, you don't, I don't know if you even talk to your mom once a week. And I'm like, basically, yeah. But I'm like, I miss her. He's like, well, you know, you should like maybe send her a text. That's what friends do. They send each other texts. I'm like, oh my mm, that's just like such a hard thing to do. Text messages. You're so funny. Cause I can email you like, or text you like 9am. And then I get a response at like 530. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, then she was busy. <laughs> Yeah, I am horrible with text messages. You know what it is, is that I, I definitely am one of those people that mentally replies. And yes. I, so I, what I've been trying to get better at is when I see it, I reply right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like sometimes where I just don't do it at all. Same. Like at all. Yeah, so it's been, that's where I've been. So I've been very lonely this last week. I don't know, maybe it's the full moon. We're the week of, what, what? We're on December. We're in, we're no, we're, we're in the middle of the Gemini full moon eclipse. Oh, right. I forgot. Gemini is bringing out my quote unquote dual personality and making mm-hmm. me want to be social. That's what There it is. is then. There it is. There it that is. It all makes sense. It all makes sense now. We can move on. We can move on. This will be over in a week, folks. Oh, my God. <laughs> It'll be over in a few days. Let's just let this full moon, you know, wane out. Um. But yeah, so I've been a little lonely. So I'm glad that you all get to hear me and I get to like pretend I'm hearing your like accolades over the podcast channels. Um, It's been that kind of week, mainly because yeah, that's where I'm at. It's the, it's definitely the eclipse folks. Um, But Jay, um, we are talking today about something and I'm not going to tell you all what we'll be talking about although if you probably read the description of the podcast episode, <laughs> you'll know right cheaters um but in case you didn't read I'm just gonna let let the suspense build up right yes 
um, because we're towards the end of the year now. We've got one more episode mm-hmm. left um, it goes after so this fast. one. It goes I know. So fast. Right before the end of the year and the end of the season, um, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna start back up again in 2021. Um, but in thinking about 2020 and what a the type of year that it's been, right? If you had to like look at 2020 as a symptom, as a spiritual symptom, how would you describe 2020? Oh man, I would say, I'm th- I, you know, I always think in, in method of, or in the symbolism of tarot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, either the death card is a good one. This is why we have you on the show, Jay. <laughs> yes, continue. <laughs> Tower, it's another one, Ooh. right? Just all this, like that's the energy I get from this year really death or and or tarot mm-hmm. or you know um tower energy tower or death mm-hmm. but like what are those like symbolisms of right like if somebody gets the tower i'm not going to go the death because death is definitely where i totally resonate with and it, i think it's more about that's like an easier for me mm-hmm. right tower maybe because i resonate with the dark so much <laughs> um, but death is really about rebirth Right. Like right. that's why something's got to die. Something's got to, in order to get new life, something's got to die off. Right. That's right. The like the winter life. almost. Right. right. Exactly. Um, but in terms of tower, what would you say that's like a reflection of? Like rebuilding, just tearing down foundations. Everything's a dumpster fire. Yeah. Tearing everything down to start from scratch. Right. And just sorry that was jasmine speaking between the background folks it's okay we're just gonna go past it enjoy this you know jasmine loves to be on podcast she really does she's the quietest thing until we start recording she has not played with that toy all day you know what now she's running in here like stop talking about me good good day good day (laughs) stop snitching okay stop snitching on me i'm popular i made your whole podcast (laughs) right (laughs) They come to listen to me. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Um, so rebuilding mm-hmm. tower, rebuilding. What else? Sorry. I lost focus with the sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that dumpster fire, right? Where you're like down to the bare bones foundation. You just got to start over again because everything's on fire. Everything's falling apart around you. Right. And that's kind of what I felt like happened this year. Yeah. And energetically, you know, because you're the tarot person and I'm the energy person, like so energetically, <laughs> right. the way I, I feel like I always go back to energy for having the same conversation. Like, yeah. um, energetically, if I were to describe 2020, um, I would describe it as um, the necessary pause to realign, which mm-hmm. is very much like a tower, right? Right. Why did that pause happen? Mm-hmm. and the way that it did and the way that it the, the reason why it happened the way that it did is because our blockages got so out of control so unlistened to unheard unseen because right. we're so busy doing a million other things right right that either we were avoiding or mm-hmm. we just didn't want to work on it right right so it made us it made us look at our blockages mm-hmm. and be like i'm either going to be okay with this blockage as it is and continue to move it on realizing that i'm 
unhappy, unhealthy, and whatnot, right? Or I can help move this blockage, release it, Mm -hmm. and move on with my life in a healthier direction. And I think I'm hoping, my hope is, is that many of us chose the latter, Mm -hmm. right? And moved on and released a lot of the work, a lot of the things that we were holding on to. Because really, I feel like um, 20, maybe 2019 was like the year that like the blockages got bigger. Mm-hmm. And 2020 was the year that we really had to see our blockage. Like it exploded almost. It exploded. Yeah. Like our block, like this would be like an energy work. This would be like, um, you, um, I'll use me as an example of the time. Right. So like you, I have like, um, menstrual issues, right. Or had in- menstrual issues, right. Like womb issues. Um, and there was a blockage in my womb, but I was unable to see the blockage, even though I had all the signs. I had right. irregular menstrual cycles. I had hormonal issues. I had like all, I had a list of things to signal to signal that I had a blockage, but I was unwilling to deal with the blockage. I was just treating the symptoms of the blockage, right? right? Until the blockage- like putting got, a Band-Aid on it. Right, until the blockage got so bad that I literally was faced with the question of my mortality, like I could die, mm-hmm. right? That was, I had to see the blockage. I had to address the blockage and stop addressing the symptoms. Right. Right. To release it. And I feel like that's been 2020. Right. Mm-hmm. It's been that blockage that you can no longer ignore, that blockage that makes you see the things that you need to see and do the work that you have to do to move on. Or you're going to stay in the same place and you're going to continue this really bad, horrible cycle. Basically, you're going to be in quarantine the rest of your life. Right. If you don't make the changes that you have to make. So, that was a beautiful segment, Cynthia, into, <laughs> into today's topic of spiritual blockages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jay, if you had to define spiritual blockages, how would you define them? Oof, like banging your head against the wall. So you're just not mm-hmm. getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, would, how, how have you seen this manifest? Um. For me, I think the biggest one I can remember was about two years ago. I was doing something else and, and <laughs> that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And, um, you know, I had this deal with spirit. I was like, I'm going to just let me finish my year because I'm a very, you know, my Capricorn rising. Be like, I only got a month left and I'm going to start the whole new year. I think that's 2019. I'm going to start the new year fresh. And they were not having it and so things were breaking and literally falling apart in front of me and I'm just trying to make it I was like please let me make it to December so that this doesn't happen anymore but it always manifests for me like physically where either I'm sick or um my car breaks down or you know I have money issues like something Right. That's when I have to like take a step back and go, okay, what, what am I missing? Right. Yeah. And I think that's true for most people. That's how they're going to experience it. Right. Mm-hmm. Most people, I feel like an experience, you know, as a spiritual blockage. Um, and I'm trying to think of like the best way to define a spiritual blockage for somebody that is new as a new Buddha and right. is trying to understand and wrap their head around Uh, what a spiritual blockage is but I think it's like if you think about it as a situation even an emotion Mm -hmm. right an emotion an issue um that keeps presenting itself in your life 
Right, like as a, a pattern. pattern. Yeah. As a pattern. Yeah. And it's that pattern that signals that there might be a blockage happening, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, um, if you're always having money problems, that is a spiritual blockage with money. Mm -hmm. and, it, it, and it might be rooted in root chakra issues mm -hmm. or um, you know, your foundation, right? Or how you value yourself. It might right. even be a solar plexus in terms of how you value your worth, right? Um, it's a relationship with money can be mm -hmm. a blockage because it's a pattern that we keep. Like you can make, it doesn't matter how many raises you get or how many things, um, sorry guys, I just had a whole moment. Oh my God, total sidetrack. We're on Zoom here. I'm trying to be all deep and spiritual and I just got a glimpse of me and it looks look like a bald. Oh my God, it looks like I'm bald guys. Oh my uh, God. That's hilarious. I'm on Zoom looking at myself in camera. I'm like, why does it look like I have no hair? I think that's just lighting. Thank you. God bless. It better be. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to need my turbans have finally got into me. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, back to money, money blockages, folks. Back to serious information <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the um, you're seeing patterns over and mm -hmm. over again, right? Like for me, um, I think about, I never had a regular period never had a regular period, right? I never, um, you know, my my womb issues, my creation was never consistent, right? My ability, like I was a very creative person. I birthed many projects, right? but I would birth it once and then like, all right, I did it and I would leave it. I would never grow it past the just doing it phase, right? Um, and that was a, a that one manifested from like the womb into the solar plexus of like, oh, you did it and you're, you know, not for nothing, pretty good at it. But how do you like elevate that to really shine? And I refused to shine for a long time, right? So just like, oh, I did an art gallery. Great. The next step would be like, when are you doing another one? <laughs> right? right. <laughs> like, did it. I'm good. I'm right. good. I did it. I'm great. You know, thank you. Right. So um, spiritual block just can be looked at as that, like where are the patterns showing up in your life of where you're not moving forward, right? Like it's keeping you from a situation. It's keeping you from achieving, um, money, health or right. mental or relationship, yeah, relationships. It's keeping you from all of those things. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what we, we would consider a spiritual blockage. Right. Now, how do spiritual blockages manifest? Oh, man. Somebody gave you malojo. Okay. I know. <laughs> I'm always like, it's usually my fault. I'm getting, I'm standing in my own way somehow. Right. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that our inability to address our blockages keep us in blockages. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't think that we necessarily create all of our blockages. Some of them. Um, yeah, some of them we do, mm -hmm. um, but many of them I think are sometimes inherited, right? Or, um, or, or maybe sometimes given mm -hmm. to us. You know, um, this is what curses. This is, you know, this mm -hmm. is like really spiritual blockages. I think the the way that most like our family. Let me let me back up for a second. Not most people. I think like los viejos, right? Antes, right? The older, the elders. Um, would consider a spiritual, like what they would call a spiritual blockage is a curse. Right. 
that's actually another way to define it, right? When we talk about like, how do we modern? See, listen, this is how you know we're modern and not just brujas, okay? Because if we were old brujas, we'd be like, oh, let's it's talk about curse. Let's talk about being cursed in your life, okay? It's a curse, right? It's a mal de ojo. Well, yeah, like, we're like, get do your shadow work. It's a blockage. <laughs> <laughs> we're deep, girl. We're yeah. deep. We're elevated. Um, yeah, I would say like that's how they would probably refer to it as a, as a curse. Somebody gave mm. you a curse. Somebody did mal de ojo to you, did something to you, right? Right. Um, somebody separated you from your partner, which could be true because mm-hmm. there are a lot of separation curses that are out there. Right. Or separation work that happens. But it could also be that you haven't done the work that you need to do and you allow yourself into a pattern of relationships that aren't healthy for you. Right. Sustain them right um and then like attracts like so sometimes and then when you see a trigger whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship you're like okay what why am I being triggered and why am I because I remember I had to ask myself this once too like why am I attracting this type of person as a friend right because I do not want this type of person as friends and then seeing, okay, what is that in me that I have to work on so that I don't continue to attract these type of people as friends? Right, right. That, and that's an important question, Jay, to ask oneself and to like, that's part of growth, right? Mm-hmm. To, to be able to sit and reflect with yourself and be like, you know, I don't really like this type of person in my life. So what about me might Needs be attracting change. them? Yeah. Right. And, you know, like there's like um. I think that's a sign of a healthy person to do that often with all areas of their life. Like what is triggering me, right? Usually before I vent to other people about anything, I've asked myself that question many times. And if I can't put my finger on them, that's why I start to vent. Cause I'm like, maybe it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes that's also true, right? Right. Like not everything is about, you know, there's some people that are going to differ. There's some people out there that believe like, no, everything is about this because this universe, this world, you are your own universe, right? So everything is a reflection of you. Which is, yes, I get it, but I'm still toxic sin at the end of the day. And <laughs> listen, I try to figure it out. I don't know what about them is triggering me other than they're triggering. Okay? Right, right. So it's their fault and they should stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, think, I mean, yeah, think about that. Like, of, um, oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. I just had a funny question I want to ask you. Have you ever gotten somebody that has been cursed come to you? Um. Curse. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get random DMs, like from people. I mean, never really talked to this person at all before, and their first message to me is, you know, I think I've been hacked. Like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't even know you. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jane. All right. <laughs> my goodness, I don't even know who you are. Um, but I think people think that hexing is common and it's not as common as you might think especially nowadays right because mm-hmm. I feel like that is very old school very um to me it has very old school energy and unless you were had an elder that really taught you how to do it like if you're trying to get a hex off the internet it's not going to work oh hell no Mm-mm. so so that's why I don't think people get hexed as much as they think they do but yeah, I still get those messages. 
you know, at least once a week. And I'm like, I don't even know. Sometimes I just block. I'm like, I don't know you. Oh my God. Stop asking me these questions. Right. I have had clients, um, mainly because I work with energy work. So they have a lot of ailments, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think we've talked to, I can't remember if we have talked about this, but I'm pretty sure we have about the types of illnesses that we have. We can say that you're either physically not well or spiritually not well. And those right. are, they have two different types of curanderas for that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I get a lot of people that are obviously not spiritually well that come um, for to me for help in terms of like addressing their blockages, right? And sometimes it's, I have seen this a few times where it's not, and I honestly, before I started doing curandera work, I never really believed um, very naively, right? That mm -hmm. curses weren't a real thing. I felt right. like if you have, if you keep, I, I bought into the whole goop. If you keep your vibrations high, no, yes. <laughs> right? Like I really bought into that shit right. for the longest time because I felt like that was kind of like how I didn't have to deal with doing the work of protection. Right. Um, and I also didn't want to believe that people would do some of these things to some folks, right? Like I know I had to get over that too yeah. because you put yourself like I saw myself as well. I would never, right? Like, you know, especially if I don't know somebody or it's not really that serious or it's just somebody from the internet. Like I personally would never, and so then I had to be reminded of spirit. It was like just because you won't, right? Doesn't mean person over here wouldn't either and I'm like oh I get it yeah I get it. yeah yeah so yeah exactly so I've seen a few folks come to me that have had um hexes done on them curses on them and um I can tell you that when you have that type of blockage a spiritual blockage is much different than a blockage that you've created for yourself yes right because that one does feel very abnormal to your body. You really are like, cannot explain a lot of things. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of things you cannot explain. It's like a literal people, shadow. Right. Or like a cloud, like a cloud that's just over you and no one else. Right. And, and it's like you, and it's like most of these folks have done a lot of self-reflection and they're, they've done the self-reflection part. Like right. I can't figure out, like I'm trying everything and they've literally tried everything right um those are those are so I've seen them and I'm always kind of like intrigued by because you know I'm still like a nerd <laughs> I know it's like how does this work yeah how same work like what did they do like and I'm going like what did you do I know. <laughs> it's like why did this even happen yeah how did this why first of all mm -hmm. okay they attacked a certain part of you like I had one I had one client that they're um man parts had been um affected like cursed yes dang and i'm like and i'm like what did you do <laughs> <laughs> i'm like who did you dip it in that you were right. not supposed to dip it in? To, and, yeah. and who had you told you were faithful to that you were not faithful to oh no um and you know but it was just kind of like yeah it's like a shadow and they, they had tried everything and they had mm -hmm. done a lot of work you know this person had even become, you know, basically because of no choice, become like celibate. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, so they had done all the work and it made them really reflect, mm -hmm. but they couldn't, they, they couldn't um, 
overcome a blockage that that was placed upon them as a spiritual blockage right so i mean that has like a whole different remedy and you know depending like there's some things that i can't undo just because it's not the type of work that i do and i have right. to refer them like listen this is the type of person you should look for um but there's a there's a lot of things out there that do happen that are spiritual blockages that are from hexes curses um and i find those interesting just because i'm a nerd right, right? but they but they if you're if you're wondering if you are hexed if you are right. wondering if you are cursed i would first invite you to reflect mm -hmm. ask yourself what why you think you've been cursed mm -hmm. and is the curse something that you've given to yourself and not something right. that's been placed upon you right because that's um, that's two things but one I was going to ask you have you ever had someone come to you or you told them that they had a hex and they didn't believe it I had um yes well not that they told me usually I'm like I'm pretty good at saying like okay like they're okay, but like you told them and then they were like no I don't oh yes yes right like that yes. doesn't, I don't believe in that. So it can't, it can't happen because I don't believe and it's not right. true. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing, this is, and this is, but listen, I actually get that too, because like, let's be honest about brujas, like working brujas, right? Oh, I felt so professional. <laughs> working brujas, like, like basically like working, like working night woman, basically. <laughs> As a working bruja, um, there's been some working brujas out there that have given us a bad name. Mm -hmm. right and they're always fishing for oh have you had this because they'll turn your spiritual blockage that is your work to undo into something that they can undo right right they'll put fear in you right so it would have been always like, you know with my womb issue somebody could have if had i been naive really naive and really gullible and not been doing the work that i've been doing right i could have easily fallen into a trap of going to a spiritualist asking for help and the spiritualist telling me oh somebody did that to you mm -hmm. somebody did that it's to gonna me. cost you five thousand dollars and that's literally <laughs> what they charge that is what they charge like yeah. three grand minimum mm -hmm. for this work it's expensive right mm -hmm. and i you know and and knowing what i know it was not about somebody had done something for me for me it was actually generational right, right? combined with my own shit that i did to myself right so like there's like a lot of things that happened to me that i didn't work through right mm -hmm. so but people when you're desperate and you don't want to like do the work because it's hard to do the work right it's not comfortable to do the work right we'll look for an easy answer especially in this microwave amazon society that we live in yes a hundred percent a hundred percent so i don't blame a client when they when i and i haven't had many that have been cursed i have a few but not like I could probably count on both hands how many I've had, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't blame them uh, when they have doubt because they're afraid that I'm going to be like, oh, give me an extra grand or right. an extra whatever and I'll fix it for you, right? Right. What they're not prepared for is the answer I usually give them, which is like, I don't undo that type of work. That's not my, That's not I my don't thing. know, that's not what I do. So I can't, I can help you with your own shit, right. <laughs> but I cannot help you with somebody else's stuff, right? Right. Um, I can give you some advice if you want to try to clear it up yourself, but right. like, I, that may not work. So you're going to have to like go to somebody, right? Um, and that's usually when they start to go like, oh, maybe 
maybe she's not lying to me. Right. But I she's have, not trying to get me to cut a check. Right. But I did have this one person that swore up and down. I was like, oh, I, I'm like the perfect person and no, like nothing, nothing has been done to me. This is like, I don't. Like, I don't believe you're fake. Give my money right. back. <laughs> basically and I'm just like I haven't even charged you yet (laughs) I charge at the end of my sessions because I love it I got money issues of my own front has been one of them okay (laughs) so I am legit with how I work okay Um, so they I told them like listen like you I think it's somebody at work and I think that they're doing something to you because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of jealousy going on I was like, I suggest that you, you know, start wearing protection jewelry on you, right? And they were like, oh, no, no, whatever. Why did they call me the next day? I was like, I bought a protection piece and it literally fell apart in front of them. And so like, it showed you who it was then, at least. I was, were you at like, work? Oh. I, oh, were you at work, honey? I need nails, folks. Like, I'm, you all don't see me stroking my hair right now. My frizz, basically, is what it is because it's up in a bun. But I need long Cardi B nails to like be like, mm-hmm. Like and I were told you, at you. Work? Right. were you at work? And was it the person that I told you? Okay, thank you. <laughs> right. They're like, oh no, they got my best interest. I'm like, I'm sure they do. Right. I'm sure that's what they interest. tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh. Um. But yeah, so yeah, I've had that too, but that's interesting. Have you had folks like that too? I have a family member. Mm. So, and it's difficult. And that this, here's the thing too. Um, and this is another way we can get spiritually blocked is by trying to step in for other people's, you know, trying to help them over help, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have like, even if it's someone that we love, right? Because this is what happens in my situation. Somebody that I love and pray for, but at the end of the day, whether it's a close friend or a family member, a friend that's a family member to you, that's their journey. And sometimes when we try to step in and do things, we end up taking that karma. We're like co-signing and their foolishness. And that's how you can end up being blocked too. Because your people are going to be like, your spiritual core are like, why did you do that? Nobody called you over here. To help right. with this, you now you got nosy and now toma, and we're not helping. Right. Oh my God. So, this is like yeah. a, this is a message for all the helpers out there. Oh my God. Yeah. This is a message for I'm all a recovering people. people pleaser. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's I mean, I'm like, I ain't gonna get in trouble for you. Okay. Right. <laughs> I already got my, all my <laughs> shit that I gotta deal with. I am not getting in trouble for you. Good luck. Well, Listen, I got a list of paybacks to my spiritual council. I don't need to be adding your shit on top of mine. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, you know, I think that that's an important message for folks, for the people pleasers of the world. Like, mm -hmm. I I always tell people, you know, I was an organizer in my former life, right? So my former professional life. And we had a rule of 80-20. You listen 80% of the time. You talk 20% of the time, right? And it's like a... we did some pretty intensive training. I mean, I was trained very old school and it was very intensive training. It makes me a really good listener. Um, And you really have to learn how to listen from a space of not to respond, but to really listen. Right. Right. And the organizing aspect, obviously, is like, let's let's work on a solution. Right. Um, But I've taken that type of 
training and turn it into my spiritual training, which is I'm listening to you. Mm -hmm. And unless you ask for help, it's not my place to give you help. And right. even when you ask for help, I have to figure out what's the best type of help I can give you, right? Exactly. And I feel like that's really hard for people. It's hard for, like, I think about like, you know, we give men a hard time, right? But, um, you know, men are notorious, but I'll say this, most men are notorious for, if you vent to them, they're trying to solve your problem. Mm -hmm. They're not listening to like, listen to you. How your emotions, right? They're not listening right. to the emotion and how you feel. They're trying to figure out how to solve this puzzle. Right. So it gets them in trouble sometimes, right? Because like, think about this as a spiritual blockage. If you keep coming in to save your spouse, your partner, your, your, your child, your parent, right? A sibling, because you're, you're listening from a place of responding and solving their issues, you're creating a blockage for yourself in that, right. in that process. And that is a process of like, one, you're not being asked, you're now creating tension in a relationship because sometimes people aren't asking for your help, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're meddling where you're not even wanted, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then that can create a spiritual blockage in the sense of like uh, people not wanting to receive your help. Mm-hmm right? Which can now be seen as like my value. Nobody values me. What I think, right? Yeah. So like it creates this, but if the pattern here that you're going to be, if you listen to that is in this particular case, particular case would be, you know, it's about don't offer yourself without being asked, listen to people. Right. And give, and give to yourself before you give to others. Right. right? Um, and I think that's a really hard one for people. And, and, I, in, and I use men specifically because it's more the, the more concrete um, sex that I can use in this example. But I feel like parents are the same way. Like if I were to call my parents and tell them about something, I'm pretty sure that their first reaction might be like, oh, how do we help her? Right. right? When I, I mean, and to be honest, that might be a reason why I personally don't share a lot with my parents because I don't want their help. Not because I don't, want I'm their just help talking to them yeah, yeah but like just sharing I, right yeah I you know there's some people that I I see parent uh child relationships where their children are always talking to them about their issues like man I wish I had that but I know if I tell my parents that it's either going to be like two responses the first response is like okay like let me get go out of my way with resources that I don't have to help you right. or it's going to be like well you're stupid. <laughs> That's so hard. I know because me as a parent, I'd love to jump in, but right. you have to, it's the critical thinking part that I'm really trying to help develop, right? So, oh so then I just kind of step back and maybe ask a question or two to let help them think through it, especially my teenager, because you need to be able to think through your own issues right because i can't be standing next to you every time and that really goes for healing work too yeah you have to figure it out and uh, like you know those memes out there true healer lets you you know just kind of hold space for you to do the work and that's what i do as a parent i just hold space for them to figure things out and then right. see if i need to jump in i will but otherwise i'm kind of just watching the show right there's a lot of, um, Virgo, I mean, Virgo is also the sign of a healer, but like there is a lot of healer, Virgo healers out there that crack me up because they get upset 
when their clients don't follow their direction. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why that's why you like this. That's why <laughs> exactly. <life> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I've seen that. And and uh, I la- I actually laugh at I, I actually laugh at those Virgos a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Because I'm just kind of like you're it's not for you to figure out for them how they do the process. Let them mess up. If they're right. going to mess up, they're going to mess up. It's That's their, journey. their journey. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't actually get, I'm actually one of those people that don't get bothered, but I'm like, I'm like, this is, listen, if you want a bath, a spiritual bath, I'll give you the recipe. I'm not going to do it for you. Right. I'll give you the recipe. Exactly. Yep. And you can either follow and either it, do it or don't. Or don't. And if you're going to follow it, if you're going to do it and you're not going to follow it to the exact same measure that I tell you, listen, two things are going to happen. Either you put your own intuition in it and it's yeah. for your benefit or you fucked it up. It's gonna be one or the other. Like, it's gonna be one or the other. But I can't help you if you don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like I can only give you advice off of the, the exact instructions I gave you. And if it didn't work and you follow that, be like, oh, okay, then something else, right? Right. But, but then, but then if you come back to me a week later and be like, Sin, this didn't work, and then you're gonna be like, well, did you try it though? Did you do right. it? Did you do it or no? Well, right. I didn't get a chance. Not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it. So like, I don't like, I just allow that. Yeah. I just allow that shit to go and release. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Right. Um, I mean, the only reason why I did the cleanse line was because I had so many people like literally wanting like the step-by-step direction. I'm like, I, this is too much for me. Like, I just rather do it than yeah. have to walk you through it. Right. See, and I, even then it was like a headache. <laughs> and I tend to, I cook without um, recipes or like without measuring. Like I don't measure when I cook. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's just throwing things. And I do the same thing when I'm doing baths. I'm just laughing at this. Guys, she has. <laughs> I can't even. the Like a two-gallon jug she's trying to casually drink. I'm trying to do it very she's slightly. casually drinking. <laughs> this two-gallon, just... it takes both her hands to hold it up. <laughs> it's because I'm weak. I'm so weak. That's so Folks. funny. Can we talk about, can we talk about, actually, if you, listen, I'm going to pivot really quickly since you want to call me out for my gallon of water that I'm trying to hydrate myself. I'm a hydrated bitch, folks. That's really what it comes down to. Um, one way to release blockages is to use water. By the way. Yep. <laughs> it's the best way, mm-hmm. but I'm going to use this really funny story. I'm doing a detox right now. And so I have to drink about two, one and a half to two gallons of water a day. This is a person, this is coming from a person that um, drinks spare minimum water a day. So my body is has not been used to all this water. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're finally giving us what we need. So now it's like, I just drink, right. I just drink a full gallon and my organs were like, we need more. Yeah, we need more of that. So like <laughs> continue, I'm like, I am so full off of water. And they're like, no, 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 we need more just of that. Going, we don't know the next going. time. Yeah. yeah, we don't know the next time you're going to give us water. So please continue to give us water right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Drink water, folks. Drink yeah, water. Yeah, stay hydrated. Yes, it helps stay the hydrated. womb. It helps the heart. It helps the, you know, those are Everything. like water elements. Yeah, yeah, those are water elements. Oh my um, gosh. What were we talking about? That <laughs> you me out? I was saying how, like, when I cook, I don't use um, recipes and I don't measure. Like, I don't be like, oh, two tablespoons of adobo. Like, I just throw it in. And the same thing happens um, when I do spiritual baths. I just do the baths. And then people will be asking me, well, how much sea salt? And I'm like, girl, I don't know. How much do you want to put in there? Like, I just 
throw it in. Once you start asking me to like make or like do instructions or like if I have to get out the measuring cup, I'm done. It's done. The intention's gone because I am overthinking because I have to have a certain amount of, you know, ingredients in a half a cup of Florida water. And so it doesn't work out the same for me. So I don't measure. Right. So like, here's a, a really good distinction to make at this point, though, is that um, Jay and I are both healers, spiritualists that encourage you to take the wheel in your spiritual yeah, journey. Find your groove. Find your own groove, right? And this speaks to a larger thing of people. I think people are really afraid to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And they want this. They want the easiest way. Listen, I'm all, listen. I don't need, if I see a sibling getting yelled at, I don't need to make the same mistake as it. I'm not right, one of those. Right. I will not make the same mistake as they I'll did, learn from honest. their, you know, cantazos. Like I'll learn from their you know. Right. But there's still some, that doesn't mean that there's not some, some lessons that I still need to learn myself. Right. Right. Um, and it's okay to fail, but I think Mm -hmm. people want like the easiest route. Mm -hmm. They want that. We've talked about this in the past. They want to like skip the steps and just be there. Right. That they're afraid of getting in touch with their intuition and follow it. Yeah. And it's the most basic, most foundational talk about tower moment, man. Your intuition is, is it, it is it. And you can't trust other people. Like, please don't trust Sin and I over your intuition. Like, you can't do that. And there's no wrong way. So if we're, if I'm going to say, fine, use a half a cup, if you're going to make me measure, do a half a cup of Florida water and you wanted to do two cups, do two cups. You know, it's not wrong. Right. I mean, look at the health stuff for her. <laughs> I mean, you put like five cups of water of salt in your in your bath. You're, you're it's a lot of salt. That's you're gonna be a little gonna be a little. Crazy. But I feel like intuitively you would know that, right? You should. Right. Yeah, you should. You should, you should listen to that. Yeah. You shouldn't put my... the whole thing the right of salt. And the lesson might be that if you do that. Um, and you didn't listen to that little voice telling you not to do that is that you're disconnected, right? right. And I think that should, these, these are all lessons that you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that little that, voice gets lower and lower the less you listen too. Right. So. And I always just tell like, I got, I think I got tired for a while of having to explain this part to people that when they would ask me like, yeah, just do half a cup of salt, half a cup of water, <laughs> half a cup of like, just do it. Whatever. Yeah. You know, because just it's like, we put, we put extra sazon in our bath water. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. we don't follow, like, I have never, um, maybe when I first started doing baths, I would take out a measuring cup, maybe when I first started doing, because, you know, you're still new and you're practicing, but the right. more comfortable you get with it, the less mm-hmm. you do that. And it's the same thing with cooking, right? If you look at a chef, a chef can eye, mm-hmm. right? Like a butcher, like it's a better, a butcher can eye how much a pound weighs in a, like, in right, a which is crazy. I would never. Right, never. most of them. Yeah, most of them. You ever go to a butcher shop? Like you tell mm-hmm. them a pound of this, they don't even like. They cut it, and it's like almost. It's almost it's like always point nine eight. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, it's always like a little like point two over or point two under. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they know, like they know it, and that's the same thing with spiritual work. You just have to do it, and you'll mm-hmm. get comfortable with it, and you'll get better at it. Um, but you're never gonna move your. To be honest with you, 
until you listen to your spirit, into your, to your intuition, sorry, until you listen to your intuition, you will never move past your spiritual blockages. Right. Because you won't know that they're, you won't listen to yourself enough to know that they're there and that you need to address them. Mm-hmm. So water and intuition. Yes. Which is really, I mean, again, we're going back to tarot. When you look at intuition, it is the cups. It's the water. Mm-hmm. It goes right back. So look at that. I tied that one up nicely. Right? This is a good, we, a good we're one. We're such a good team, you and I. <laughs> we're such a good team. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely, um, yeah, I think people need to listen to their intuition. I think that's why we had a, I think that's why the whole world had to sit with themselves for so long. Right. You don't really start to listen to your intuition until you have to sit with it. Right. Nowhere else to go. And when you're so busy and you're taking information and you're on social media and you're like doing 20 things at the same time, because, you know, work's got to get done you got to get to work and you're driving, you're doing all this, you're just not paying attention. Yeah. to the signs in front of you. You know, I always think of spiritual blockages more in terms of how they manifest health-wise for folks, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what we deal with mostly, mostly here. I mean, Americans are a very unwell society, to be honest with right. you. High rates of cancer, high rates of everything, All right? the processed foods. Right. And that I, um, you know, I think that for, for a very long time, many folks were, instead of addressing listening to their intuition and what the issue was, they were like, oh, I have the sniffles. Let me take Robitussin. Oh, yes. I have this. Let me take that. Oh, I have this. Let me take, it was like always, I have all these things, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they would just do all the things. Instead they target of with the them. symptom. And right. Of, like the symptom that they're feeling. Instead I of can't the, sleep. Let me take some Unisom. Instead of right. like, why am I not sleeping? Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you're being forced to be in pause because there's nothing else to do, everything's closed. Right. And you're being told you really can't leave your house unless right. it's like to walk around the block, right? Um, you have to sit with yourself. And eventually, hopefully you started to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is why we saw a lot of small businesses pop up. You know, one, also the economy, but like, you know, the economy forced you. Right. To listen to yourself, to know that you maybe needed to start something of your own, right? Right. Um, we saw a lot of different things. We saw people get more in touch with themselves. Like my, my Reiki circles were like, I had some of them that had like 40 people on them, you know? Um, and that was because they, they needed, they needed to sit with themselves in a much deeper way. And Mm -hmm. they realized that the way that they were sitting with themselves wasn't the way that was working for them anymore. Right. Um, and that's what 2020 was for me was like that, like that pause that we all have to take that breath. Mm-hmm. right I always tell people like before you respond to something take a breath just take a breath realize do you even have to respond right right people complain to me a lot and I just usually just look at them and they're like looking at me like, like hey hello. Yeah. hello can we get a reaction out of you I'm like I thought my face was expressing it all I don't <laughs> I got nothing for you like I don't like unless unless you're a really really dear friend and I mean like super close I will usually ask you can I give you some advice? Right. I respect the boundary, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's work that we've had to do. Unless you're my husband, you couldn't get my advice. Like but you're like, married to it. That's so all different. Here it is. Yeah. Listen, you get very tired of having to practice spiritual hygiene with like, do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I say spiritual hygiene, it's like the respecting the boundaries 24-7. You wake up in the morning, you're like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um 
but I always ask, you know, can I give you advice? I try not to give advice without being asked or given an okay to give it. Um, because sometimes, you know, like it takes a lot of, and I have told people, no, actually I've had people ask me, can I give you advice? And I'd be like, you know what? Not right now. Right. And it's a boundary that I have too. Cause it's like, sometimes I don't need people's advice, not because I don't want to hear it, but it's because I haven't formulated my own thoughts on it yet. Right. I haven't listened to myself and I don't want what they have to say to influence what I have to hear from myself. Right. Um, but you know, the first thing in the morning, I take a breath and I take a pause and I ask myself, how am I feeling? What came up for me during my sleep? Did I get good sleep? Right. And if I didn't get good sleep, why do I think I didn't get good sleep? Right. Um, you know, what, what do I have happening during the day that might be causing me anxiety or, you know, what during the day am I really excited about, you know? Um, and that helps me understand where I might be experiencing some blockages too. Right. Because if I have like a meeting that's giving me a lot of anxiety, what about it is giving me anxiety? Because it's not the meeting itself. It's something about the meeting. Is giving right. Me anxiety, right. And some people will like, I remember um, when I had my nine to five, which was a lot of like, oh, my boss, my boss. Right. Like not yeah. my last boss, but like most of my old bosses, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, we're like, I'd be like, People need oh. bosses, not companies. I say that all the time. Yeah. I mean, you and I worked like basically the labor, we, HR field, labor field, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what they leave, right? Um, but I think a lot of times it was like a, some of the, I had, I've actually had, I've been very blessed. I've had some really great bosses in my lifetime, to be honest with you. Um, and to be honest, I think I only had like maybe one or two bosses up. She's like, oh my God, how in the world am I here? But then what I also realized is that I was a workaholic and I had an ability to say no to people. Right. To Like I had no problem saying no to you, Jay, as my friend. I had a problem saying no to my boss that I felt. Like you owed her something. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a hard time saying no to that because for me, it was my root shock. It was for me, it was actually a money issue. It actually mm -hmm. had nothing to do with my boundaries. I had, I had the ability to set boundaries. But for me, I was like, I can't lose my job. And if I say right. no, I can lose my job because it was a root chakra issue about like not having my proper foundation, right? Um, you know, but but looking at that way, right? Most people say like, oh, it's my boss is the problem, right? My boss has it like, no, maybe the, the problem really was you and your inability to say no to them. Right, your, your lack of boundaries. Right, or your inability to be like, this is not the right space for me to be in. And why am I allowing myself to be in this space that mm -hmm. isn't, no longer conducive to me right right um so i think those are like ways that you can identify you can identify blockages by asking yourself questions i don't know if you have any other advice for how people can help identify blockages within themselves no i think that's right on the money asking yourself questions and being honest right with yourself about it too and even if it's a question where you ask in the morning and you don't really get an answer or think it through until the evening, like give yourself time to work through that. It doesn't have to be right away. Right. And that's, that's exactly what it is. Like sometimes I don't, you know, that's the other thing about not trusting your intuition, right? People expect intuition to give you the answer right away. And it does right. not, it does not. Sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. You know, the more you practice, maybe the more it does, but even, I mean, I practice very heavily and there's times where I ask myself the question and I'm just like, I can't see the answer. I can't feel right. the answer. And then so it's like letting it go. It's almost like putting it down and coming back to it because your subconscious is still working through that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes your subconscious won't allow you to see it because it's a defense mechanism. Right. So yeah, I usually, when I don't get the answer right away, I can't see it. I just walk away and, you know, I do other things, but that I definitely say, follow your intuition, sit with yourself, ask yourself, yourself, ask yourself, ask yourself, yourself, <laughs> ask yourself those questions that help lead you down a road to identify what is and isn't working for you. What might um, be a spiritual blockage for you? Like where are the patterns in your life? Look at the patterns right. in your life, right? If you're a person that is like constantly coming to Jay or myself with what we, well, what I've called the whole questions, which is like, am I going to find my lover? I'm in a right. relationship or I'm in a bad relationship. Like ask yourself why you're in this situation, right? What, what have you done to contribute to the situation? Right. Like, don't, don't focus on like, oh, the men are trash. We're assuming most of you are looking at men, although right. you're looking at women. Or, women are trash too. Right. <laughs> People in general can just be trash and you can, you attract what, where you're at. Right. So like looking at that and then asking yourself your question, why was your partner a trash person? Right. You know, um, and then what about them made them that way? And what about you? was okay with them being in your life. Right, because I do feel like people react to different people differently. Yeah. So, you know, so there's something that they're bringing out of you that either you don't like or you don't even realize you don't like, but you're only that way with like that person. Right. That That's like a figuring out, okay, well, why am I like this? Right. Yeah, like I always think about like... Um, I think about my sister. She's 12 years younger than I am. I basically raised her is what it was, right? <laughs> but she will quickly put me in the most childlike mood. Oh, yeah. Like, I will quickly get into a fight with her. You know, like, quickly become a five-year-old fighting over a toy. Yeah. And, like, I'm 12 years older than her. Like, I really had no business. But, like, she will bring out the worst in me. Mm -hmm. But it's not her that's bringing out the worst in me. It's just like, it's my, my inability to, um, how do I say this? It's like, it's my own inability to like have a healthier relationship sometimes. Right. right? Like I want to fall into the childlike tantrums instead of being the adult. Right. Right. Cause it's um, easier. It's more comfortable. Yeah. It's a habit that this is how your relationship has been. Right. Right. So it's easy for you to fall into that like sibling type of rivalry. Absolutely. So like, that's what I say. Like that sometimes I'm just like, man, I got to practice being the adult again. <laughs> the best, the best sibling rivalry that I still hold dear to this day and my uncle passed and it was my uncle and my mom, man. Oh. And he's what he's was about eight years older than her. And oh, there were wow. siblings in between, but for whatever reason, and I don't know why they were the closest um but he used to call her names and even to me like he'd call her random maria conchita and i'm like what are we why am i caught in the middle of this that's so funny situation but you could there was so much love there but they had this thing this like back and forth and i'm like you guys are in your 60s like what is right happening yeah Right. But it's, yeah, but it's like that inability to like level up, not, and it's cute. To have though. that conversation, right? To yeah, say, yeah. I don't like when you call me Maria Conchita. Can you stop? I'm grown. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. That never happened. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> no, because I mean, I look at a lot of people like them, like, oh, oh man, like their relationships are very grown, right? They're adults with each other. Like you treat, like they treat their little sister, like, like the adult that they are. And I'm right. like, and I'm like to my little sister, did you brush your teeth today? <laughs> did you like, I'm still the mom, you know? Right. And, then, and then of course she's going to get upset because she's an adult now and she's a functioning adult and she's doing her, she's living her life. She has you know? a mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, does she? Yeah. Yes. She does. She does have a mom. She does have a mom. You know, um, but like, it's, it's easy for me to just be like, I haven't grown out of my role. Like right. I haven't checked myself in my role. She has, I have it. So it's mm-hmm. like a, it's a matter of seeing yourself in that. And like that also can translate into other relationships in your life. Like mm-hmm. if you're looking for the love relationships, if you're looking for the work relationships, how does that like, I see this a lot with, um, you could say this in HR too, like people that get promotions, mm-hmm. right? Have a hard time when they get their promotion. Leading. Being, being, yeah, being a supervisor because mm-hmm. they, they no longer have that same relationship and they don't know how to do that transition, mm-hmm. right? Um, and sometimes many of them don't. They continue to either act in that way or they go to an extreme, but very, very rarely do I see a, a, like a nice transition mm-hmm. because they're just not used to it. Right. Because it, it's like a big, it's like we age gradually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we age gradually, but like most most promotions for people don't come gradually. They sometimes can come out of nowhere. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, spiritual blockages. That was like 2020 handing them, basically uncovering them all for us. Right. Right. Thank you, 2020, for making <laughs> this deal with each other. Uh, you bitch. Right. <laughs> right. You bitch. Uh, we still love you though, because mm-hmm. 2020. A lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing for us, 2020. Hello, Modern Bruja. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in the next episode though. So yeah. tune in next week, folks. Look at that transition. <laughs> Seamless. Seamless. Yeah, so tune in <laughs> next week, folks. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Can't wait until next week for more Marum Bruja. Check out our bio for more ways to connect. Bye-bye. Bye.